the thing about a young mind is that it's pretty much uh, able to permeate whatever you challenge it with. And Unless so we block it, usually people edit are, it, yeah. spoil it, corrupt well, it. Perhaps those are all we reading adults, parents, yeah. teachers. Perhaps those are all negatives, but probably to be more neutral, I would say something like um, we ec our expectations are based on what other people think mm. are uh, fair expectations of uh, human intelligence, you could mm -hmm. say. So, so uh, we dumb down people by not expecting. Well, well that's one of the effects of mm. that. Yeah, you mm -hmm. could we say don't do it consciously and wanting to. I don't think everyone does that. Some people also uh, maybe uh, over-expect from their child. And that example. also creates attention. And that also creates problems. I send them to private school. Mm. I'm working so hard. Yeah, to maybe when the parents are teachers, for example, or, mm. or are really high achievers, or you know, themselves. If, if, if the older brothers are really high achiever or something like mm. that, and that the mm. younger brother isn't necessarily then the same. So effect. the model is beyond the capacity of that person. It's, it's all to do with expectation. And yet that person yeah. may be brilliant in some other field. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So you're taking societal values, just as Chris points societal out. Societal models. Models say, yeah. of how people live, what is yeah. good, what is bad, what is evil, what is... You see, that for there's two layers. One is the social side, what people's expectations are, what their attitudes are, what mm. they think, and what they think they think, stuff like that. <laughs> okay. um, uh, so they can't step outside their thinking, they become the thought. Or they, or they become someone else's thought, thinking that it's their own. Which well, is very common, that, for that, example. that is even more common. That's what advertising. Yeah, that's and general. Yeah, that's uh, why advertising all works. This production line and yeah. all this. What's in fashion this month? Opinion forming, kind of trending, you know, and all these I, things I, are based I'm on. I'm a bit uh, more blunt. I call it cheap technology. Yeah, it's cheap technology. Yeah. But you know, that's the abuse of uh, a social need that people have to be part of the group, which is a survival mm. mechanism. So mm. that's you know, it's not necessarily that people are sheep. It's more mm. that we are a herd. You know, no, but if sheep are not in herd, they probably they'll be eaten more quickly. Of course, and and we wouldn't survive. And we wouldn't exist today if we didn't have that mentality. So mm. that's, that's why I call it a survival mechanism. Mm. It's something that kept us but alive. But perhaps we've grown beyond that stage and we don't need to survive at that level. No, we, we, we live in a society which is, uh, you know, um, it's very, very different o now. Almost risk-free in different ways. Well, there's no tigers and stuff trying to Yeah, but, but they're taxmen and... True. <laughs> so, so the point is that, the, you yeah. know, being part of a, a, a group and... and you know, agreeing with everyone else is an easier, safer way of staying alive in mm. the past, and today it's sort of it's an easier way of, uh, you know, again avoiding uh, the dangers of uh, being cast out or whatever. So, but so people to like to be included, uh, otherwise they'll feel left alone. Yeah, and, and it's, it's scary. It happens in schools it's a lot, and especially schoolgirls feel that very, very passionately. Well, if you look at school, actually, which is the topic in the first place for mm. education, mm. Um, mm. actually, yeah, I mean, school. It, it's not that many kids who stick their neck out and disagree with the teacher, for example. Or, mm, or the tall know, poppy gets cut down. Yeah. Normally they get cut down. They should be encouraged, perhaps. Yes, you know, I, I think if someone has an unusual thought, you should go with it. At least explore why they think it. You yes, know? yes. And, uh, Whence you know, the thought came. Right. And so, for me, there's, uh, it's interesting because we call this uh, education and learning. And, and for me, that again, it's sort of like a duality that we can explore because... Mm. Education for me is sort of the spoon-fed information that you have to remember and then regurgitate. But you know the Latin meaning of education is educare, means to lead out. Okay, it's meant to be led out, but <laughs> led into a corner. Right. Well, yeah, you could say that. That's a, a, a true meaning. True education mm. from is, le is about learning. Well, it is about learning, but really, you could say that. Right. Two things. One is learning is the is the gathering of information based yes. on what you want. You know, I mean, I I like to see it like that. Mm -hmm. that learning is something mm -hmm. that comes from you, mm. and that you can learn. You have from that hunger everything. or the need or the desire, and, and that's an internal mm. thing coming yes, from you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then education at the moment is more about how do we get these kids into work, three hours or whatever. You know, so that that's become mm. a 
uh, process of uh, mm. so you like in a Ford um, machine factory and yeah it's it's 1200 it's, kids it's in a it's school. An industrial age based uh, you know because we're coming out of the industrial age so we we shouldn't really blame the uh, the system mm -hmm. for being industrially designed mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you know the industrial age was great yes um, it served its purpose and, it, and it, yeah and it's, it's it's been very very uh, useful and, mm. and so useful that it's become prevalent Mm. And you know, like, uh, and uh, and it's become education for all. At one time, only the very rich. Yeah, and these things or are great. It, or, no, or the church did it, and most people it, never got it's educated. It's great that everybody has that, you know. So mm. although we look at the education system and say, oh well, it's not as good as it could be. Well, yeah, but, fine. It's, but it's there. But at least it exists. Yes. Yeah, and if yeah. you go like you know, probably a third of the world or maybe more uh, still don't no have that. So don't you know, have any education. No. So in the West, or at least uh, you know, in some of the Western countries in, mm. in Europe and America, we tend to take a lot of the positive stuff for granted, mm. which is fine, you know. And then complain. Yeah, but. You know, I think personally, like people should start to look at, you know, a um, how far we've come. So it's not necessarily uh, it's easy to complain. Um, but you're talking about the history, whence it came, the anthropology of it, the sociology of it, to understand it. Yeah, and then look at solutions. That's what perhaps people should look at is you know a little bit mm. like how far we've come. I mm. mean, I'd, I'm I live quite free. I think you know people say that we're not free, but well. You know, I, I'm glad that uh, some lord isn't going to come and uh, have sex with my potential <laughs> wife. You know, and then just because he's rich. Yeah, well, th he's the lord. So then, yes. the, the law used to be that you know uh, the first child of any woman would be from the lord. So really, yeah, this was in England and right. very. I, I'm the eldest child. I'm glad I escaped that. So you know, back to the point with education. Yes, it's it's getting better, mm. um, and yes, there's a lot of stuff that it's wrong with it because it's coming out of an industrial age, mm. and in the industrial age. It's like, look, just get it through, get it built, and get it done. Mm, mm, um, mm. Let's uh, build a mechanism for that. So the fact that we have free education for everybody, that's a great thing. Mm. And perhaps the responsibility with whether your child is actually going to really achieve or not is not down to the school. You can't sort of put the child through that factory and expect them to come out. Come out like sausage when they're coming out as a and Maybe it's not the responsibility of the education system. To so are you saying them. that the parents ought to be much, much more involved? Perhaps. I think that the community is, is the key word, community not, not necessarily even the individual parents. No, no, no. If you go back to a basic model, if you, if you look at most life on Earth, uh, well, we're talking about advanced mammals, so like elephants and lions and stuff like that. So if an uh, elephant has a, a baby and the mother is inexperienced, the grandma will come along yes, and, yes. and help her out. In, you know? in a flock of elephants that happens, it's it, a very it good example. It literally happens, yeah, mm. yeah exactly. Mm. So mm. Uh, it's, you know, it's really down to the community and the parenting and the, the grandparents and mm. all that, mm. uh, what we call family, I suppose. And you know, not everybody has the luxury of a, a comfortable family or an extended network of friends that can help out. Mm -hmm. um, but that's where I believe that community centers are, are valuable uh, as, as a benefit. I have a friend, for example, who wants to set up a homeschooling community, which I think is a great idea. Homeschooling community. So it's not one individual lady or, or husband or single parent or someone in the village who says, I'm going to do it. No. But lots of people like that. Yeah, who all bunch together. Home, homeschooling is a good way of doing who it. Who put their ideas together. Yeah. And who get what's And all necessary. chip in towards the and education. It's of the economy community. of scale. So. Hopefully. Yes. And so, you know, these kind of things have been done before, I think. And, you know, uh, like with everything, um, having a TV show is, is, is an idea, but uh, it's good and bad. I was disenchanted, basically, disenchanted, you know, yeah. by the, mm. uh, the education system. And that mm. was partially because I was doing stuff at home that was much cleverer than what I was doing at school. Mm. Um, but I was lucky that, I think I mentioned this on another show before, but I was lucky that people 
when I was young, older people would say, oh, a four-year-old can't program a computer, or a five-year-old, mm. whatever I was at the time, can't do um, base 16 maths, or whatever it was mm. that they said. I've forgotten exactly. But, like, and I was sitting there saying, well, I do. So, you know, thanks <laughs> for... I didn't realize. Yeah, well, I didn't realize at the time what that meant. But it, what it mm. well, now I look back and realize that what it meant was that I realized as a child that just because people think you can or can't do something doesn't mean it's true. The computer has become so popular. Something, yeah, everyone has it and in easy. Hand. So yes. and intuitive. So let's take an example of say a, a tablet like an iPad, for example. Okay. Uh, any kid can use that because it's become touchscreen, you know, it's, it's easy to use. Mm. It's attractive, it's, it's colorful, it's, yeah, yeah. it's tactile. So a baby mm. even, a, a toddler, I've seen toddlers use it. Well, yeah, you go to the Apple shop, there'll be two-year-olds playing. Right. Having access to that level of technology now mm. means that the kids can go forward mm. without the parents necessarily understanding it, which, yes. which is good in some ways and, and you know, it, it, it brings up some concerns in others. But the same concerns apply to education, I think, mm. because anything, yeah. huge levels of stimulation from two, three years old, mm. you know, the, the amount of inputs and outputs yes, your brain yes, is yes, doing yes. and the amount of problems you're figuring out every day by using that computer mm. is probably, you know, in the realm of 10 or 20 or even 100 times as much as the human of the previous mm. generation. Medically speaking, the two hemispheres are linked by a corpus callosum, the yeah. bridge, yeah. and that gets bigger in musicians yeah. or, For children, example. or children who are stimulated. Yeah, so physically you can demonstrate that the stimulated children have not bigger brains, but much much broad band. Yeah, it's, it's, it's because like the broad callosum is the communication. Is that the communication like the bridges across the two halves. Yeah, yeah, and it's that link that makes intelligence, not the volume of your storage. Well, well it's not even. I think the link. It's kind of like uh, if the computer was based on what you did with it, yeah. and you kept on asking it to do high bandwidth stuff, and then it yes. would adapt itself. That's yes. what the brain is, right? It expands. It's adapting to our yes. use of yes. it. So Absolutely. Um, but then in the past, we never had hundreds of problems to solve every day. In, we just in never the, had it. Through computers, you can now have that's hundreds of I mean problems to the, solve every day. That's what I mean. That, mm. So the brain now has an opportunity to, to expand itself like never before. Yes. Because in the past, you had the odd genius, like maybe, you know, Tesla is a great example. So mm. when he was a kid, he was getting dragonflies. Mm. Shocks. Um, do you know about this? No, he took a bottle, mm. he put a two uh, ice cream pot. sticks, he sa <laughs> sellotaped them together right. into a plus, right. put that on the top with a, like a pin so it, yes. it sort of looked like you know, it fitted inside the bottle. Uh -huh. Then he tied dragonflies to it and made a rudimentary okay. motor. That they, I think it was like seven or eight or something. So he like engaged dragonflies to do his work. So for whatever reason, he was solving problems at a dense rate every day so uh -huh. you know dozens of problems uh, but still compared to or people like da vinci as well they, for whatever reason when they were young they had the opportunity to think oh, about lots, lots of, of challenges stuff. lots of mental yeah. oh well how does that work how yeah, can i yeah, fix yeah. that how can i do that leonardo da vinci was perfect example yeah well yeah. these two are both uh, ex yes. exceptional humans mm -hmm. but <clears throat> my personal belief is that the reason that they have that is because they had more than zero problems to solve every day like most kids the, it's not until the age of maybe eight or nine that they're actually asked to solve any problems. You mm. know? So in, in a maths class, or in something. anything, yeah, mm. exactly. And mm. even a maths problem, it's like it's not that much of a real <laughs> problem. I mean, if you grew up with a computer, you're solving hundreds and hundreds of problems a day, all mm -hmm. kinds of problems, so cognitive, games, spatial, yeah, exactly. typing. Games is a good example as mm. well that people mm. are starting to realize now the educational value of uh, what uh, games can be, how powerful they vaguely. Can be. Yeah, they, 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 you know, Bill Gates gave a little talk about it. So now suddenly the world's like, oh, hang on. But it's not just daft games, it does something. If yeah. you look out there with games, actually, it's, mm. a, it's a topic of another discussion, oh, so we won't go too far. But, but, but in education? But in education, games are um, basically uh, going to become completely central to education because right. you can learn anything from a game. So the games are a metaphor of life? 
Yeah, pretty much. Not all games, but yeah. most games, yeah. But so is, so is a computer a metaphor for life? Yeah, and yeah. people people forget that the computer is designed by a human being. For a human being. For a human being, yeah. So actually what we call a computer is more a human computer in a way. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's not coming forget. from Mars. No. It's not coming from Venus. And if an insect designed a computer, it would have very, very, very different functions. Six legs. Yeah, well, they don't <laughs> think like we do. They're a swarm, they're, you know, mm, etc. So mm, mm. most insects are a swarm. So they, they would design a computer completely, completely different. Mm. And um, anyway. I want to come back to the point of that point that educare means to lead out. And right. yet education doesn't lead us out. Good teachers are not necessarily commonplace. And that's... Uh, so they're very gifted people. It, it's perhaps that. It's also perhaps the, the level of freedom they get as yes. teachers. But let's also f not forget that, you know, you can find incompetence everywhere yeah, yeah, right yeah. and this is going to also come up I think in every other discussion mm. here because mm. what we tend to do is we look at the education system and we say oh it sucks you know so yeah it, it sucks in some ways right uh, and it could be better in, in some ways for sure um, the same with government mm. just don't forget that you know the education system is not able to cater for what you need because any national system is going to be five or ten years behind what's yes, possible it's, it's, always, like catch up ever. it's mm. always like that mm. because you can't just change the whole system overnight. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's a fact, you know, I mean, you mm -hmm. have to go through all but these... But you're going to be moving in the right direction. direction. Yeah, well, some people are, and what you see is that the, the, the solutions for almost every problem are out there already, you know, like literally uh, being done by someone somewhere, either in your country or somewhere mm -hmm. else. Um, for example, uh, I just recently learned that in Finland, uh, when you have a kid, you're employed by the state until the age of seven to look after them. You get a job to look after your kid, and you mm. get an income mm. to so, be there. So you stay home, and you're not penalized financially until the age of seven. At which point, then they go to school from the age of seven, which yes. is amazing, actually, because the, then, then you go and earn your living, and the teacher is paid to look after the child. And it means that you have the opportunity to a spend time with your kid and not to do a second job yes, at yes, the same time, which yes. is one of the big issues, especially for single parents. Yes, you know. But for me, this is a, an example of if they can do it, why can't we do it? you know, bright people tend to come from backgrounds where they have some level of, let's say, uncomfortability or... Yeah, yeah, difficulties. Difficulties. You can't be a poet if you get food in your belly all no, the time. No, you can't be an artist unless you've got some pain. You know, it's that kind of stuff. Yes, I mean, yes, that, yes, you yes. know, that's what I'm trying to say. And I think that, you know, what we tend to forget is that maybe the least um, enabled people sometimes are the wealthy, actually. The, the least know. enabled financially could be the most emotionally, socially, etc. And intelligence. Because that is important what you say in education, because you have to find what the child is gifted in, reward him for that. Of course, that child also has to go and buy food with pound shilling pens. Sure. But if you're teaching maths to someone who's terrible in maths and you're losing out on their musicality, then you're destroying, a, 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 you're using a racing car for a milk float and a milk float for a racing right. car. Right, mismatch, isn't it? Yeah, would you, would and, you say that? And totally, and and you know, but there's there's a lot to be said there in terms of how do you explore what somebody's capable of, and what they're good at. It's it's not necessarily so easy. I think um, giving them in the early days an opportunity to do everything, mm. and see what you know, see try where, where, where they are doing perfectly, right, brilliantly. So, for example, like a lot of my parents, uh, friends who are parents uh, who are, in my opinion, doing it really well, they will give their child all kinds of food when mm. they're younger so that the child can see understand which way the child moves what they like yes. and what yeah. diet fits them for example yes. and I think that's sort of eat your peas and eat your carrots yeah yeah and and we're mm. gonna eat pie and chips every day you know and then oh <laughs> yeah I'm gonna be fat when I'm 19 you know but uh, yeah it's that kind of stuff uh, but then when uh, 
when they get to an age where they can decide what they want, mm. which when they're younger, they, they can't, I suppose, you know. Obviously, you can follow them and you can encourage them, but mm. you need also to make sure that they've got a wide spectrum of opportunity, you know, because if a kid says, oh, I don't like olives, well, yeah, okay, maybe you'll like them later, but you but can't. But sometimes you know, kids say, I don't like olives and never had one. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean, that, you know, that sometimes you need to give them, you know, everything. Come so on, come on, have a go. So there's an advantage in school, I think, of, you know, having geography, having, you know, algebra, mm. having all this stuff that, you know, and when what I found is when people, in fact, 90% of the people I've spoken to who say, I'm not good at math, so I'm not good at anything, mm. what they're basically I indirectly saying, and they don't realize it at first, is I had bad maths teachers. Yes. Uh, I, I, they I, made I, me feel I have that in every interview. Yeah, if someone's good way. at that because they love their French teacher, if yeah. someone's bad at maths, it's because the maths teacher was bad. Because we're not pushed to the genetic level of our knowledge or experience. I mean, when we say I'm disabled, we're all disabled. We're working at a very low level of our expectations. Well, disabled and enabled are two yeah. very interesting ideas. Yes. That, that Maybe really, that could uh, be a topic another time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very powerful topic. I think it's, it's sort of a general topic, actually. Yes. It's good to point that out, but yes. being disabled. And being enabled is a general topic through mm. all of these discussions, mm. I think. Mm. Mm. Because but we can know. switch ability off and make people disabled as well. And but, I don't no, know. but that's what happens in society. That mm. We're all disabled by our expectations of ourselves. For a start. Which we may have imbibed from our parents, teachers. Who friends. else would we get it from? Yes. I mean, so, but that's, that's one of the things that makes me quite rare because, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I learned that it doesn't matter what people think you're capable of, you can do things that you can decide. don't think. Yeah. Well, they say whether you think you can or you cannot. You're always right. You're listening to the Praz Talk series. Today's topic is, for this hour, education and learning. Kids have access to Google, Wikipedia. Mm. You know, they have access to more information than mm. people can imagine. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. never explore. At, at a very early age. Yeah, and you can never explore 1% of that information in no. your entire no, life. No, no, I mean, no, no. it's ridiculous how much is out mm. there now. Mm. I mean, uh, we used to dream as kids, or as young people, about like, oh, wouldn't it be great if you had access to all the information in the world just but you have hand. You now have. Today you do, but... On your own phone. The kids are the ones who are really getting into that. And so what then becomes an issue, and I think it's a very real issue for parents, is, you know, who's policing that? Computers can be used, but and computers are being used, but the parents often I see them, what are you on the computer all the time for? You're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you use the word policing. How can parents make sure that the children get some entertainment, some education. God, this is terrible. Now we have to sort that out. Uh -huh. uh, okay. And uh, how do parents then get uh, all these things sorted out? That's about general morality, and I would say that the parents, the, the job of the parent is to teach the kid what's right and wrong, and to show by their own behavior, I think. Uh, and it's good that kids are nice, kind, good-hearted people, but, you know, if you try and restrict your kid from seeing what's out there, you know, you're going to fail, you know. So if, if you behave in a moral way and don't personally look at porn sites and behave in a giggly way about these kind of dirty things, your kids will in time. I think if you're open about it, yeah. And, know, and you talk about it. Uh, yeah, I think that, that it's it's like, for example, any kind of uh, bad behavior, usually it's, uh, if, if you're open about it, then people are a bit more um, mature in their response as well, you know, that the kids, uh, they understand. I mean, I, 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 was learn I learned about the birds and the bees when I was three. Mm. My mom sat me down and, and went through it with me, you know. So I'm like, and, uh, you know, for, for me it was just then normal. It wasn't some taboo subject that I'm mm. then going to go and find out. You mean out. sex? Mm. Sex in general, Opposite yeah. Opposite so genders have sex and produce babies. Yeah, and, and so that it's... So there's no voodoo about why is there a, yeah. yeah, Why is there a taboo about something so obvious? Mm. Uh, and, and, and let's be honest, like, if you taboo it, 
what happens then is you learn about sexuality from porn sites. Okay. From which is hardly the. It's not uh, the right place. It's the right know? place to learn about loving know, sexual it's relationships. It's better to know about you know yeah, yeah. sexuality before you come across that kind of stuff. Yes. So, for example, um, in society now we sensationalize violence, we sensationalize sex, we sensationalize yeah, yeah. everything yeah. like cells, drugs. You know, yeah, of course, it's anything sells. bad sells. Because the truth is, we deny reality to ourselves as a society. You know, the reality is we're sexual beings. The mm. reality is we're violent beings. Mm. You know, we're a bunch of apes who like to beat our chest. Yes. Somewhere deep well, down, apes do. That's not not do. all animals yeah. do. Apes do have gratuitous violence. Yeah, and and not that often, but they do. And yes. if somebody you know disrupts the group, then they'll get beaten to death or uh -huh. are excluded from the group, which yes. also means they die because they yes. can't survive on their own. Yes. So you know, but what we tend to forget is that you know religious beliefs aside, uh, for anybody who doesn't necessarily agree with mm. this, yeah. whether we're from apes or not, we're definitely like apes. It must be difficult for a parent because it, it they do illogical stuff even when they're bright, like. Um, Eat your food, eat your food, and then the kid's <laughs> like, no, no, and it's like, so when I babysit that kid, it's something like South Park. That's what I'm laughing. So then when I babysit that kid, I'm just like, well, you have the food if you want. If you don't want it, don't bother. And then no. they're like, no, oh, I want the food. So it's like, yeah, but yes, why can't yes. the parents do that? Because yeah. they're so locked into that idea of trying to discipline yes. that kid. Yes. And I, I don't blame the parent. Obviously, it's, it's yes. not that easy for them to to sort of because they're on that thing every day and yes. they have a much deeper relationship with that child than I do. So, you know, I can't understand that. But so it's much harder being dispassionate and knowledgeable. You just become involved, but then you know at some level you kind of try to micromanage, and I think that's part of the problem. Mm. That you know um, people underestimate the intelligence level of kids, mm. and you know uh, reverse psychology, and yes. you know this this is the best tool I've noticed with all kids. Mm. It's like uh, don't do it then. Okay, I will. You know, it's like yeah, the know. terrible tools and all that. I mean, our health visitors regularly teach parents exactly what you're saying, but also I mean uh, I think parents also. Trouble the children by saying my child is uh, scared of the dark, and I said, "Ma'am, he's six months old. Did you have LED lights in your tummy? Mm. It's you who are scared, and you're teaching him to be scared." But then that's the job of a parent, isn't it? I mean, the, to to you need fears. You can't walk on the road. What I mean is that mm. the, the kid is, especially in the first year or so, is completely archetyped by the behavior of the parents. Mm. Um, mm. Not just what they eat, obviously, what they they do if they're shouting a lot, then the kid will be stressed in future, etc., etc. Mm. Et mm. People forget that mm. the the child is in early survival mode. Is like to survive in this world. I'm going to just take up everything that my parents do, mm. and that will be, become part of me. That's, so that, that's, that's the beginning stage. Yes. That's how it works. Yes. That's what people do because yes. it's it's normal uh, behavior for a mm. being, mm. you know. Um, and and but then through the world, through the life, um, back to education specifically, that you know the the experiences there are going to you know enhance the child's future or disenfranchise them from society. And I'll be honest, the amount of people I've met who were too bright for school. They didn't do well at school because they were bored. Because mm. let's be honest, the, the level of, of intelligence that the, the school is teaching is so low. Mm. What they're basically saying is, here's a bunch of facts. If you can remember them, you know, at the Bug end of the it week. Up like a, mm. what kind of Like, like a, re a religion, virtually. Yeah. Basically, the, the real test of intelligence is, can a computer do it or not? And, and I say that because if a computer can do it, then it's not intelligence. Let's say, it can do more mathematics in one hundredth of a second than every human being on the planet could do in, in a year, life time or, year in, yeah. or even in there. Yeah, you could say in in, in mm. one minute mm. it could outperform the entire human race. But that's not intelligence. No, exactly. And it's not so, problem solving. So there's two issues there. One is why are we mm. teaching kids to do something a computer can mm. do? That would be exactly. that's ridiculous. Mm. Not just ridiculous, but it's actually insulting and it's dangerous because mm. the computers 
are going to let's let's take a nightmare scenario and say the computers are going to come along and become self-aware and they're going to say well what do we need these humans for <laughs> because they're all trying to do what we do better so get rid of them mm. and frankly they'd be right to do so because we're a parasitic species that mm. you know like for the most part we're kind of just parasitizing you know, mother earth yeah but we're not actually doing anything of any real value for the majority mm. um, you know even for humans never mind i mean what i mean the majority of humans are basically you know i mean don't get me wrong living your life is valuable you know but then you know sitting around and just sort of being a parasite on the system you know like complaining about everything and all that and you know having loads of kids that's not really you know i know that's quite controversial to say but you know we we don't take a step back often and say what is the actual point of our civilization what you know no you can't live in a society and only consume and consume and consume and consume and consume and consume that's well, what they, they make companies money and they mm. you know the money is, mm. is is the power and i think that's mm. th that's where we get there but yeah that's not really um it's not really civilization is it no um but the, the, there's a vacuum of power today in, in terms of spirituality because, uh, you mm. know, the, the old religions have become... People have become too intelligent to listen to stories for villagers, yes, you know? Yes, yes. Um, so I, a lot of I, I are, absolutely agree with every word of that. You know, a lot of people are too intelligent to, to just accept that, that nonsense, mm. you know, as, as fact. And, and sorry to say it, but if you do accept those books of the, uh, the ancient, you know, you mm. are compromising your own intelligence mm. to be able to do that, let's face it, you know? Mm. So... Mm. Um, it's not about whether the religion is right or wrong or if God is true or not. That's got nothing to do with those books. Those books are just old maps of but the mind me of God. But metaphors of life at that time. Yeah, and which was fine for, you know, people. It's also, it's not just about it was fine. It's also that that was the best those people could do. Yes. I mean, you know, yes, yes. imagine 2,000 years ago trying to write a book about geology or geography. It's going to be way worse than a book today. We have mm. more knowledge. We have more information. Mm. And, you know, like it or not, uh, science, as people call it, um, you know, religion is a form of science. We, we tend to forget that and we tend to put the two against each other. But that's because one's completely illogical and one's completely logical to its own failures, perhaps. But, you know, logical and factual is reality, like it or not. So some people might say, oh, science is not good. Blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, but, you know. If you didn't have science, you wouldn't be alive. Language is a science. You're mm. using that to describe, mm. you know. So people are sorry to say, but full of crap, really, you know, mm. in that respect, they, they mm. forget that technology, language is a technology, you know, uh, a city is a technology, uh, a mm. book is a technology, the Bible is written on paper, mm. which is technology, which is a type of it technology. It was papyrus once, right, paper next. Well, paper, paper, papyrus I, I, is a type of technology, yeah, 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 we yeah, took yeah. a reed and we turned I, it into uh, something. That I bought you know, then, but it's still all technology. No, exactly, and we mm. tend to forget that. If we didn't have any technology, we'd all be, sorry to say it, but apes again you know so you know th there's a lot of uh, you know r real rubbish going around at the moment uh, uh, about these conflicts like you know intelligent design and evolution and things like that and it's sort of you know it's all based on people's education actually it really comes back that to that in America people don't believe uh, some people don't believe in evolution no but it's not even something to believe it's just it there, is right so here's something although this should be discussed in a different topic but mm -hmm. it is based on education uh, go on when God, in, in, in religious people's belief, God came along and designed stuff, that's how they perceive it, right? So let's assume that God said, okay, I'm going to create a process called intelligent design. Mm. And it's there to make sure that the world works and all that. So, yeah, mm. Okay, that's what mm. he did. If that's mm. what you believe, that's fine. But how do you guys know that evolution isn't what he came up with as the most intelligent design process? Mm. Because fact, right, the most intelligent design process we know of is evolutionary. Of course. Evolutionary. I'm not talking about whether we came from frogs or whatever. That's another thing that people say, oh, I didn't come from an ape, I didn't come from a frog, whatever. Well, actually you did, 
every fetus goes through the stage of being a reptile, of being a tadpole, of being a frog, you know, whatever you think. And a fish, and a bird, and a exactly. reptile. And so look at your own <coughs> fetus in its own stage of development, and you will see that you did actually come well, from a Well, there's a phrase frog. we learn in medicine called ontogeny. That means how you happen to be born, how mm. you uh, evolve in your personal life, recapitulates phylogeny. means the species, whatever the species went through, mm. you do in your mother's womb. Right. So in the nine and a half months, so, so you can the same see, stages. You can see, you know. Yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. You could even if you no, doctor said this. No, you can cut open a human being and, and, and take watch that fetus and look at it and, and say, okay, look. It was an egg. Yeah. Then tadpole, then fish, right. then reptile, and so, right. on, so on, so on, so on. So the facts are there, you know, uh, and and you know, of course, religion isn't about facts, obviously, because you know, the, the people believe in utter rubbish. Um, but I'm not trying to say that God doesn't exist. I'm not trying to say that you know people shouldn't believe in something. Actually, mm. what I was trying to get at was that there was a vacuum, there's a vacuum there because people don't accept the old explanations, the old rubbish that we came from Adam and Eve, that there was an apple, the Garden of Eden, all that stuff is a story that was written to get stupid people mm. thousands of years ago to understand that there's something more in the universe. Mm. And that's uh, a good example of today, uh, we can re why can't we re develop our own relationship to what we call God or what do mm. we perceive no, make God a nature, mother, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. If you're going to believe in a God, believe in the sun, believe in the earth, you know, believe in humanity, believe in, in spirituality. How, I agree how with about that. believing in yourself? Yeah, because we are all a voice <laughs> of God. In fact, here's something that um, people, again, this is for another topic really, but uh, the, I came up with a concept for God that only works in English, but maybe think about it for a while. Uh, group of decisions. G-O-D. So actually God is an acronym mm. for a group of decisions and there's two meanings for that. One is that we are all the voice of God, that together we decide what we want and collectively that means God because God put us here to make our own decisions, mm. right? So there you go. Um, and on the other side, uh, if a thousand or a million or more people believe that something exists, then it exists. Whether yeah. it's actually facts. Well, or there are not lots facts. of experiments with the hundredth monkey syndrome yeah. and that kind of thing. Biomorphic resonance, I think they yes. call yes. them. Yeah, like well, uh, interestingly, Deepak Chopra sat down with uh, 30, 40 people and meditated in Liv near Liverpool, Skelmersdale. Yeah, there's been a lot of examples. And crime rate went down by so and so percent. When uh, people all think something's true, it affects the others. So if, if everybody's having violent thoughts, then other people will become more violent. It's a basic. Yeah, it's a fact. It's a, yeah, and it's a fact. But this is, you know, explainable by, uh, you know, the, the species that, that we are a group. Um, we are a groupy animal. We are, you know, we're, we're a, yeah, we're a bunch of basically a hundred to a thousand, uh, you know, uh, mammals that that group together. That you know, and we have to think like each other. So you see that we all adopt each other's behaviors, mm. and mm. there's, you know, that's all coming that's from deep in the past. Coming to the education, so how can you educate a class of 30 children with completely different values, completely different educational expectations, completely different parents, and in the class, mugging up the same play page? You know, I think, personally, you know, the whole experience of school, for the most part, is okay. I mean, the, I, I think the testing aspect is, is, is rubbish, mm. um, and I think you shouldn't test people, uh, especially not at a young age. Mm. Uh, you do need to give people kind of... Uh, information based on their abilities. Some people are, they do need more attention. Uh, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. You know, or less attention. It's called, in education, the word is differentiation. Right, and they have like set one, set two, set three, and all yes, that Yes, yes, yes. And you know, maybe there's some benefit. And you that. even have gifted and talented. Yeah. People are uh, somehow allowed nowadays in UK to be 
very intelligent. No, but they have special schools for people and all that, right? I mean, they've had yeah. that for a while, um, I suppose. But then I, I never saw that. But mm. I wish I had have gone to one. Mm. Um, but I think the the main lesson that you kids need to know is that you know don't rely on the education system for learning. I mean, it's just there to make sure that people aren't completely ignorant to the world. That's that's all you can really expect. From so it's it. like a net through which you shouldn't fall. Kind of. It's like trying to say at least everyone should ha be able to the read. The basics. Should, should be able to read and write, you know? Mm. I mean, frankly, the amount of people I've seen who can hardly write, it's, it's incredible. I mean, I'm... I'm well, the number of sometimes. texts I get with bad spelling, yeah. or I mean, you know, a wrong homonym, a homophone. Why do people do that, you know? They're, they're like, why do they feel like it's, it's okay to be... Uh, and and I, I mean, for me... Um, there's a very simple answer, and it's it's just laziness, really. You know, <laughs> okay. it's like you know, people don't think it's that important to spell well, or but that's not their fault. That's usually because the education system puts them off. I think, and so they rebel by misspelling. I think so, and I think also that a lot of people get into trouble at school because they're bored of, you know, I've met people who live in hostels who are homeless, who are down and out, have no self confidence, but that's because the school told them that they were worthless. But that's not because and so they, they proved were. the point. Actually, they were yeah. Well, they were, that's what they believed. So yeah. you know, but yeah. the reason that they were like that was because they were more intelligent than the rest. They were yes. bored. Yes, and that's why they looked like they weren't applying themselves in school because they were bored. Of, I mean, it's like, come on, guys, how many weeks do we need to learn? One plus one is one. Well, actually, it's two. One divided by one. You know, it, it but tell us about the division thing. One, oh, one yeah, divided yeah. by one. One divided by zero. I had a Your personal teacher, experience. I had a teacher in school. In many situations like this, but there was one I remember where the teacher was like, "Okay, one divided by one is one. One divided by zero is one," and I just put my hand up. No, it isn't. And he's like, "Yes, it is." I'm like, no, it isn't. <laughs> Which kids don't normally do. They just yeah, accept. Yeah. What so you stuck out like a sore thumb. But the best part of it was that he was like trying to embarrass me and, and asked the whole classroom, "Okay, so who believes that I'm right?" And got everybody. You know, everybody put their hand up except one kid did the, in the calculator. And um, so the teacher divided one by zero. Yeah, and then the, the, ca the calculator said error, which of course it would, because <laughs> it's a mathematical error, you can't yes. do that. I mean, you can't compute, really. You, yeah, no, literally, computers crash. Uh, the type of computer crash is called divide by zero. I think that's where I knew that already, but I think I would have understood I've done anyway. precisely that. <laughs> yeah, and it comes up. And it up does with say error. error. Yeah, because you can't divide something by zero, it's not a uh, computation, it's it's a... Uh, it's not a question, is it? It's, it's, there's a lot of other questions, like similarly, you know. Um, one divided by infinity, infinity yeah, divided by infinity. What's the sound infinity, of one hand infinity, yeah. It's that kind of stuff. It's like, you know. It's, it's not computable. It's a philosophical question. You can't yes. compute that. And, for, and for ordinary human beings, it just doesn't fit. There is no test. So, and I think that's what's missing, actually, back to education. I think that's what's missing that I brought up by pointing out to the whole class that the teacher can be wrong, yeah. was that. You know, we need to think about what we're thinking about and why we're thinking about it. And if you teach the kids that, hmm. and, and I think this is my solution to education, uh, all the problems, is have a why are we thinking in the first place class. Hmm. Uh, when the kids are young, why bother? Teach them philosophy hmm. at the age of four. Hmm. Philosophy should be part of, you know, the ABC, the one, two, three. Hmm. People should think about why they learn and why we think and what hmm. the point is. And not religiously, I mean in terms of purely exploring people's ideas and thoughts and why we think so. What is the things. purpose? To well, ask the what question. use is it to the human, to that individual yeah. human? And this is totally counterintuitive to the education system, which is kind of, as we all know who's listening to this, you, you all know that that's the last thing the teacher wants to hear is why. Hmm. And they don't want to answer that Do you question. know why? 
the question why is challenges the belief in NLP terms. Yeah, it requires intelligence. Why did you do this yeah. means I'm challenging your whole belief system. Yeah, and it requires intelligence to mm. answer. It. But even like to correct children instead of saying, why did you do this? He said, well, you're pretty good at this. How did it happen that you managed to do this? Is a different question and different way of asking exactly the same question. Yeah, well, that's why aspect. means that's, it's like pointing That's not what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, mm. that, that's how the word why is used, but that's mm. not what I meant. Mm. It was more like uh, we should be asking why. You go behind the symptom. You should have a why lesson. Mm. You know? So uh, people believe in religion. Why? People, mm. you know, uh, we use the alphabet. Why? Mm. Uh, mm. Why do we have 12 months? Why don't we have 13 months? Because mm -hmm. actually we've got 13 moon cycles and the mm. month, M-O-N, month, it's, you know, moon Mon, cycles. Moon. It's from the moon. So why mm. do we have... Twelve. Well, because some Roman emperor, blah blah, you know. But the point. But at is least you know the history and the setup. So. But you also know. There's no sacredness about it. Yeah. It just happened to be a mistake in history. Because ultimately, that's this one thing I can probably cap, uh, cap the conversation at this stage and leave you with is mm. probably to say that it's a perfect you, time because there's two minutes left. Yeah. If you know why, you will never need to know what. If you understand how to figure stuff out, you will never need to know because you'll be able to figure it out on the spot, at the time.